get ready to rock out with your talk out. It's the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. It's the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, it's been a whole week. I can hardly, hardly believe it. I'm just going to play this. I don't know what even it's going to say. Uh, uh, what am I going to do? My little brother's been abducted by aliens. You farted. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Wow. So, so that's what we're going to do tonight. We are going to be talking about rock stars and aliens. Aliens. Not Alien Gonzalez. No, not illegal aliens. No, no. no. Do you know that South Park yes. um, uh, parodied the Alien Gonzalez thing like four days Oh, I remember. A- like yeah, four that's days how fast they were able to get yeah, that they were like they were, they were doing like 120 hour weeks. Yeah. So like, yeah. You know, yeah. They would start on a, they would start on a Thursday and finish on a Wednesday. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So that's be ready for crazy. Friday release. Yeah. It was uh, crazy, but um, <laughs> it's Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Go to Ludini Rock and Roll Circus.com for all your Ludini needs. Everyone. Which, I'm sure every single one, uh, every one of your Ludini needs needs will be met. Nice, enthusiastically. Oh yeah, professionally by our very lovely and professional staff. Yes, yes. Uh, (laughs) LudiniRockandRollCircus.com is where you get all the information on that and trust me it's not something you want to miss no look i mean there's a lot of people out there just giving out their websites but i'm telling you this is different you want to check it out Mm -hmm. uh speaking of checking things out go to rockrageradio.com download the free app for you freaks i had the i I found myself saying that expression this week to somebody like he had a freak out and like everybody uh, where I was like you busted out laughing you're like what do you like from like it's like 1973 yeah right you had a freak out but I've been sort of saying that lately I don't know why that's pretty funny so um I think everybody should start start saying that start saying I'm bringing back I'm bringing back freak out there you go perfect I'm not taking back porch monkey but I am bringing back freak freak out out. there you go I like it ah freak out Oh. So, speaking of freakouts, you want to go to rockrageradio.com, download the Freak app. It is free, but it is for <laughs> freaks like us, and you can hear great music programming 24-7, so check that out. Yeah. Wolfscustoms.online is where Wolfie. you go to get awesome repaints on your musical instruments he does um hollow flash and uh, they do the thing with the um i don't know the name of it i'm embarrassed it's the where they kind of it's like hot and they can burn like little etching what's that called oh what is that and he can he does really beautiful design yeah 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 i know like, etching is the thing like, that comes into mind like burn. etching is like on a stone yeah right? but they use like 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 you burn it in yeah that's what he's doing yeah like branding let's call it branding and uh let's go branding let's go branding (laughs) wolfie branding (laughs) like people would be like there's a t-shirt that we said ludini rock and roll let's go branding we'll call it the fire brand (laughs) that's cool but yeah so check yeah there's all kind of cool stuff that he can do with your musical instruments so check it out get your head out of the gutter i mean you're actually yeah that musical instrument yeah 
musical instrument. Um, this is my rifle. This is my guitar. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, anyways, guys, uh, so check all that stuff out. Wolf's Customs. Find them on social media yeah. or just wolfcustoms.online. Um, there has been so many things. Yeah. I am beyond uh, elated. Let's see if we can put a little background music on. Things got a little better, right? With rock? Well, we know that. Yeah. Course. Yeah, I'm stating the obvious. Somebody, Chris, uh, or um, Chris Sinsnick, um, who's the the guy that, God bless his heart, puts on rock and pod uh-huh. <laughs> every year. You know, I think, I'm not sure if he's going to do next year's or not. I he I, It's a very um, big production. And I, I, you know, anytime I, I would talk to him, you know, I mean, he was a real trooper, but like anytime I got him alone, like at the conference, if uh-huh. I say Chris was going on, you can tell him like, he got his ass kicked. Oh, um, oh, so, you know, um, but uh, he posted something, some kind of funny meme on Facebook, like, you know, um, I went to the first concert I ever went to see was autograph opening for Van Halen. Mm-hmm. It was Van Halen, an autograph open, which means that for a brief period in my life, autograph was the very first band I ever saw live. Wow. <laughs> wow. Well, no, no, Autograph was the greatest band I ever saw live. Okay, for a brief moment. Yeah. <laughs> Until Van Halen came yeah. out. Yeah. You know, so like, you know <laughs> that's pretty because good. you remember like when you first go to a for your like your first concert. Yeah, you're like, like, whoa. That's like that's something I don't know, man. I hope that's still a thing for, for kids. I hope so. You too. know what I mean? With all yeah. the stuff that they have access to, video games right, and all right, that stuff, right. you know. Do they live still get music. excited about, you know, going to a concert? <clears throat> exactly. Um But we are gonna be getting into the topic of um Rock star, not cowboys and aliens. No, rock stars and aliens. Oh, that would be a movie I'd see. Rock stars and aliens. <laughs> rock stars and aliens. Um, there's a, it is a whole history here, guys. It's yeah. really uh, interesting, and a lot of our, um, a lot of folks who you don't think mm-hmm. in in the entertainment celebrity realm, right. Like way into UFOs, like yeah, way yeah, something like Jackie Gleason. Oh yeah, yeah, like cr- like crazy, you know. Mm-hmm. Anyways, mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'll tell the story once we get into the thing because there's a reason why we're doing this. There's been some 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 developments, de- de- some, some, de- some developments some and it looks like things. you know we're gonna we, there's a possibility for the first time in history that like. You know, politicians and the media and everybody's going to actually take this subject kind of seriously. Yes. <clears throat> we may, we may, some something really, something could come out of it. I'm hoping for something really good, but we'll see how it goes. Anyways, right. uh, we're going to get to all that here in a minute. In, uh, but first, I wanted to do like, you busted your ass this week. Dude. Holy free, you holy. Know, come, come to work for three hours, 16 hours later. 16 hours like, later, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we have, uh, yeah, it's, it's just, well, it's crazy everywhere. People... Businesses are just having trouble finding people to work, and uh, where I work is I work in a restaurant. It's no difference. Uh, a guy was supposed to show up at three o'clock. Three o'clock came and went. We texted him, couldn't get him. We we worried about him. We're like, is he okay? Didn't hear anything. So my uh, normally ten hour day, because uh, I t- I tend to work four ten hour days, uh, became suddenly a twelve hour day until we could get somebody else to come in. So it's just crazy. I've just been working, but you know, Lou, if can I can I go into my story? Just because I've been working a lot doesn't mean I haven't had adventures. 
<laughs> uh, Mr. Pittsburgh did have an adventure. I did have in an Pittsburgh. adventure in Pittsburgh. How ironic. Yeah, yeah. how so, ironic. Like, yeah. So this is gonna, this is interesting because, oh um, yeah, I would encourage you as we move forward with this. Yes. That this could be a part <laughs> of what you did this week. You did. You had some kind of weird interaction. Weird with interactions with somebody me, or yes, people yes. at work or something like that. Like, yeah, I mean, you have to yeah, throw it out there, I'm man. Throw it out there. Well, I'm going to tell you this yeah. one because it's it's beautiful. Um, so uh, a couple of friends of mine, and, and we hadn't seen each other in a while. We decided we're going to go. Uh, I had a, had a day off. We're going to meet up, get something to eat. So we go. We go to Pittsburgh, get a restaurant down in Pittsburgh, and I get there early. And slowly but surely, there's, there's going to be four of us, and uh, two other guys show up. So we're just outside the restaurant. I'm catching a smoke, and I'm just kind of sitting there. There's like a little ledge there. I'm sitting there, out of nowhere. And three of us are standing there, or sitting there, and out of nowhere, this this little old black man in a motorized scooter comes down the street, followed by a, a black woman, a middle. Now he looks like he's seventy. Okay, she looks like maybe she's in maybe in her mid fifties, and she is screaming so at like him. A, it's like a May December relation, apparently. <laughs> yeah, but what from what year to what year? You know what I mean? <laughs> and she is, and folks, this is going to get a little graphic. She is. Oh yes, my. yes. This is where the explicit. Thanks, honk. This is where the explicit uh, tag comes in, man. This is, yeah, exactly. And she is screaming, "You nothing but an asshole! You a motherfucking asshole! And your mother sucked dick! Your mother!" No, exactly. That's almost what she sounded like. Your mother. Matter of fact, your mother sucked chick dick. Now, Lou, I don't know. I don't know what chick, chick chicken dick. Chick dick. Chick, chick, I thought she said chicken dip. No, no, Your no. That, I, that I can get behind that. I'm like, yo, pass that chicken dip away. Now he chicken dip. He stops the motorized scooter right in front of us. I'm like, brilliant. That's great. And he turns around. Uh, so now this is going to be. Now this is you're going to become involved right whether you want and to. We or not. we are not making eye contact with them at all. Right? We're just hey. kind of looking. Hey, he's right. We are trying to stay out of it. He takes he has like his keys on one of those leashes that old people have, and he's swinging at it, swinging it at her. Exactly right. I love the side effects. He's like, "Shut the fuck up, leave me alone." She goes, "You an asshole," and I tell you what, I know you got fucked in jail. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we. We've gone to a whole new level here. She says, you better keep your leg closed because I know you got fucked in jail. And I'm like, oh, oh why? God, why did they stop right here? Where's <laughs> Where's Tom? We want to go in this restaurant and get, the way, get away from this, right? So she's, and she goes, I got news for you too. Tina, Tina, fuck anything. Tina, fuck anything. I'm like, now we're looking at each other going, who's Tina. Can we get you a number? Should, here's what you should have done. Yeah. Here's what you should have done. Yeah. You should have been like, you should, when she said Tina, you should have stood up and said, take my wife's name out of your mind. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't that think. Been fucking awesome. Well, you got to remember at this point, we're trying to stay out of it, right? She goes, Tina is a fuck toy. And we're kind of like, look at each other. Holy like, we, shit. We got to get no. Tina's, we gotta get wow. Tina's number, right? <laughs> Exactly. Well, they they're they're still going at it. She's screaming at him, and then finally he drives away. We're like, "Thank God!" Now, Lou, nice. That's what we thought. We're like, Lou, Lou. I'm thinking it's over. Does she walk away? No. Of the three of us there, she looks right at me, and she goes, "No, no, no. did you 
reached that breaking point. <laughs> I'm I'm puffing on my cigarette oh again, my trying not to God. make eye contact. She goes, gentlemen, I'm sorry I got so mad in front of you, but he's a fucking asshole. <laughs> I'm like, oh. <laughs> she goes, you yeah, know, you just reached that breaking point. And I made the mistake. I'm like, yeah, I understand. <laughs> you understand, don't you? I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> fuck, why? Why did no, I do that? I'm going to have to bring her and have lunch with her. And oh, my God. So we <laughs> had a nice little conversation. We figured out what this ass. Apparently, him and her have two kids together. He's poisoned them fucking minds about her, and he's up there on Penn Avenue spreading rumors about me. How the fuck you think I'm going to be? <laughs> I'm like, why? We are so canceled. Why? <laughs> why? Why does this happen to me all the time? No. We eventually, she eventually no, just breathe. vents enough. She Let's calms herself down. She thanks us. She thank you so much for listening to me. I'm Aww. sorry. Thank you for letting me vent. I'm like, I understand you. Sometimes, uh, sometimes she just reach it your turned break. Turned out to be like a nice story. Yeah. She goes, all right, I'm going to get out your faces now. Now, listen, I want to pray to Jesus. You guys have a great day. Praise the Jesus and 144,000 saints in the sky. I'm like, oh, my God. What? Just go. Just go. Just go. Finally, she went, and I'm like, oh. And then the fourth guy shows up. Tom shows up, and I'm like, you fucking missed it, bro. You were late. So, but uh, yeah, that was that was my day in Pittsburgh the other day. Wow, <laughs> my day in Pittsburgh oh by Mister Pittsburgh. Oh my god, how was your uh, how was your week, Lou? <laughs> I don't really have anything Not <clears> that okay. comes close to that. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, who does? I did uh, hit a couple of few uh, a couple of things here. Yes. Um, yes. I um listen I try to listen to one album the whole way through a week. Okay, yeah, one, yeah, at yeah. least one. Yes. Um last couple weeks I did good, I did like maybe three, but this week I only got to one. Mm-hmm. And I decided to pick a band that um I have heard of my entire life, but never heard one note of music of them. Okay. And it's a band called Wishbone Ash. Oh sure. Uh, same thing. I've I know of them. Quentin name a song. Yes. <clears throat> and um I listened to their album Argus, and uh, they are a very uh, interesting. It's that um, these these guys would have been contemporaries of Rush. They came out okay. around the same time as Rush. Sure, you know, very early seventies. Um, they have a similar type of guitar sound. Okay, except the, these guys, their thing is uh, <clears throat> they were looking for they were advertising for a guitar player, and two guys showed up and they liked them both. Some like the, the <laughs> oh, bass really? player really liked the one guitar player. Well, they liked both guitar players. Yeah, yeah. But the bass player really grooved with the one guy, and uh-huh. the drummer really grooved with the other guy. Okay, and they Guess ended what? up yeah. So they ended up becoming. And they got they were in a lot of magazines for a couple of years in a row, being like praised for their dual guitar yeah, work. Yeah, <clears throat> this is a band I've never heard one fucking song. Yeah, from, I don't know, you know? anything. <clears throat> I, I know of them. Um, and um, so it's got a, a lot of elements to it. Um, kind of hard to describe. Very eclectic, but still like that they always they got always make sure that they kick into some heavy guitar like uh-huh. you know and just about every song you know what i okay. mean if there's if there's airier lighter places it's kind of mm-hmm. like when rush does something like closer to the heart right 
<clears throat> or um, the trees, or mm-hmm, you know, one of those mm-hmm. sort of those 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 type of things. You know, there's like those little moments, uh, folky, you know, things that bust. You know, they somebody they'll you know, it's like, hey guys, oh wait, I got this awesome riff. Oh, put it in there. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, but uh, just it was a real time capsule to listen Interesting. to. Interesting. I'm gonna good. have to check it out. Now. It was it was okay. You know, you might you yeah. might like it. <clears throat> this is not music, by the way, that's easy to listen to in the sense that, like, you know, the songs are, you know, a little bit on the longish side. Mm-hmm, there aren't, mm-hmm. you know, there's no big, you know, you know, shake your fist in the air, you know, like raise it like you just don't care kind of moments. Yeah, okay. There's nothing like that. You know, these are like kind of thoughtful to them mm-hmm. type songs, you know, with really well played instruments and everything like that. Played with a lot of passion. Sure. <clears throat> and energy, but you know, they don't really adhere to really any pop formulas. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That might so so sure. You know, so it's so just be prepared going in that it could be something like that. Okay. Um I watched Grim Cuddy. I watched two like total thumbs down movies. Okay. Uh Grim Cuddy. Yeah. Thumb just thumbs down. Okay. Just, just not no. It was, uh, you know, here's what I would praise it for. Somehow they took this really stupid movie and mm-hmm. they did put a few good s- scenes in it. The puppet or whatever is really fucking good. Okay. It's fucking horrifying. Okay. You know that it's a special effect, but you don't care. It's a practical effect. It's really, yeah. it's effective. It's, it's really, effective. Fu- it's very effective. Okay? Practical effect. <clears throat> and there's some great gore and stuff in it, um, but it was just too stupid to like maintain any kind okay. of like. And yeah, the main character is just like, you know, just, oh, and the other worst part of it is the main character has an ASMR YouTube channel. Huh. Like that sort of oh, thing. Oh, that's lovely. And it's like, of course, like it's on my surround sound television and it's like, oh, and no. I'm like, You're oh like, my God, no. Sharon kept covering her ears. I'm like, this is terrible. Yeah. <clears throat> I absolutely cannot stand the A. I know that like there's a whole segment of people. People say it gives it like that sort of like, like chills on your, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. I, to me, it's, it's nails on a chalkboard. Annoying. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like awful. Oh, um, God. But it is, uh, it's a thing. But anyway, so that was like, eh. so like that really hurt it for me. And mm-hmm. it was just, it was dumb. Um, and another movie that like was like just okay look it had a kind of unique thing going on with it was it had a kind of a unique setup uh-huh. with um twist within twist within twist within twist within twist okay <clears throat> kind of thing I don't really want to spoil it in case somebody wants to because it is brand new it's called Hypnotic with Matt Damon Ooh. Matt Damon <laughs> Matt Damon Matt Affleck um, Matt Affleck Matt Flack Matt Flack Affleck Matt Flack. Matt Flack. Affleck that's who oh, was in there Affleck it was in Affleck. it um, <laughs> so oh boy uh, Affleck um, one of the flacks. One of the flack flackers. Yeah, is just has totally flackless in the movie. Like, <laughs> like what kind? Of, just like no emotions. It's like mm. the setup is this. A co- this cop. He's like trying to get back on the job after his daughter, precious little daughter, was um, kid was abducted and mm-hmm. they never found. Mm. And um, you know, it ruined the relationship with his wife. Sure. Of course, and yeah. you know, it was just it's a terrible thing. And you know, they kind of. <laughs> You know, the movie, because he's so terrible in it, he just walks around like he's like, um, as soon as the scene's over, can somebody help pull the stick out of my ass? I appreciate <laughs> that. Like, that's the look on his face. Wow. <clears throat> um, 
just like I don't know it's a soulless bloodless performance from him like it's like compared to him like I would take him as Batman a thousand times over versus this it was just yeah. like what are you doing Twitter. dude um, it's directed by a really good director Robert Rodriguez who okay. has a lot, a lot of stuff I really like yeah. and a lot of people had high hopes for this but man it's just a fuck what's the name like, of the movie again? it's a mess it's called Hypnotic oh I've the heard fucking, of it like, okay. it's like it's like Maybe they should have called it moronic. <laughs> it's really, um, it was rated, it should have been rated R for retarded. <laughs> D for dumb. Uh-huh. S for stupid. Yeah. Just like, it should be ra- rated, you know, what the fuck, Robert Rodriguez? Like, you know how to make movies. <laughs> this what the fuck rated. were you doing, you know? Um, there is some great, there is, like, there's, there is, it got some cool stuff in it, too. Yeah. Some great cinematography. And there is, um, it was shot at his studio. And they do something really neat where they really, sh- you end up inadvertently really showcasing his studio. It had little mm-hmm. flourishes mm-hmm. that were like, why don't you do more of that? Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. You know, dude, you, you were onto something right that, there. Do that thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> you know, it's just like, but it was, um, it created mm. a system whereby it became so plot hole within plot hole within yeah. plot hole. Like, it was a shame like, because, oh, like, in minute. the hands of a director like Christopher Nolan, uh huh. And it's very much. It will remind you of um, what's the one where they with the top spinning at the end of the movie. And oh, the, uh, Incepti- Inception? Inception, yeah. yeah it yeah. will remind you a little bit of Inception. Okay. They were, that's kind of what they were going for, mm-hmm. but they instead they went for uh, Lost My Erection. <laughs> 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 yeah, it was, just was not... It was just... What, you know, I, I don't uh-huh. know. And it was a big Hollywood movie with big Hollywood stars. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> that, you know, um, but he's not doing anything. So nobody around him and it's acts, ends up acting like anything. Yeah. It's just very like. Well, that kind of sucks. Suck gay. What? Balls. Shreddy balls? Gay shreddy balls. Shreddy yeah. gay balls. Yes, yes. Oh my god! <clears throat> um, <laughs> fell down the mud flood rabbit hole. I'm not gonna go too much in. Maybe I'll do a, we'll do a deep dive into the mud flood at some point. The mud flood is a is a um, this this fucking conspiracy stuff on YouTube is crazy. Yes. And all these conspiracies, a lot of them have like like spinoff conspiracies. You oh know, wow! I just yeah. Like, yeah. I was I was two days year. Two days ago, I learned for the first time in my life uh-huh. that Donkey Kong yes. was something that came out of Mario Brothers. Well, I, I learned that. Around? I don't know. Either way, I didn't know they but they're, were related they're, like they're, that. They're one is a spinoff of the other. Oh, wow. Okay. Maybe Mario came after. It was a spinoff from I didn't know Donkey that. Kong. But they're spent. It's like, a, you know, like, uh-huh. remember, like, the Jeffersons were a spinoff from All, all in the family. family. Right. <clears throat> that was a big thing. Laverne yeah. and Charlie were a spinoff from Happy, Happy Days. Happy Days. Okay, you got it. Um, as was Mork and Mindy. Did you know that? Yes. 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 Look at that. Um, as was Joni Love Chachi. Yes. <laughs> as was. No, not Charles in Charge wasn't related to that. No, but in any case. No. But anyway. Um, yeah. So so conspiracies now have like spinoff conspiracies. Wow. That you can choose to buy into or not. And um, through a long process, I fell down this crazy, crazy rabbit hole. But anyways, this is the mud flood uh, rabbit hole. And I, we're 38 minutes. No, we're not that. We started 
Yeah, we started. Uh, we started well into that, but we're probably twenty minutes or so into. So yeah, I'm not yeah. going to go into some deep dive in here at all. But it is the please brace yourselves. I want to first premise what I'm going to say with this one thing. Okay. I absolutely believe that we live on a sphere. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's that's in outer space. Sure. And that there is a moon that right. goes around, I've and we go around it. a sun. Yes. And like I believe firmly, 100 percent believe that outer space is real. Yes. Okay. So please don't be upset with me that the that the mud flood is a is a is a spinoff series <laughs> from okay. the flat Earth. Okay. Okay. Sure. <clears throat> um, I think that anyway. So anyways, but I felt that that's another one thing I did. Um, so um, the mud flood. But um, this was really interesting. I discovered his awesome YouTube channel, mm-hmm. uh, Ryan Chapman. Um, who d- tries to take? He does a really good job too of taking a kind of eh, kind of issue and like completely being explaining it in the most dispassionate way <laughs> okay. possible, so mm-hmm. that there is no. <clears throat> it, he never does anything to get like yeah. your emotion, like get you upset. Yeah. Like he's this just like just how it we're is. having. Like we just want to discuss is the way this thing, goes. and you know, and yeah. all the line. And he doesn't say anything inflammatory. He doesn't do any eh, hands at anybody or anything right. like that. Like it's very, uh, his delivery is great. He's very professional, but he has a um, a podcast about I don't know seventeen minute podcast. Was uh, the news always politically biased? It's not the exact title, but um, mm. if, you look, if you search that, you'll find it. And um, absolutely. An insane oh, yeah. story about how that changed, but literally, there was the New York Times and then the news net networks and the mm-hmm. radio as well. All had this like attitude that like, look, like we don't want to inflame people's emotions at all. Right, that is for. The, our entertainment shows and sure, stuff like that. Sure, we are here to just base. Just we have to say the ba- this the facts. Like yeah, you know, and like they would change words and stuff just to make sure that like they weren't like they weren't trying you know, one they, way yeah, or the other. Right they, yeah. at all. They just um <clears throat> and um. There's an interview with Walter Cronkite because at some point he was asked to give an editorial on the on Vietnam. Yeah, and um he said that like it was really mind blowing to him because he was just like. I should never be speaking about my opinion. This is never right. Been I'm about a reporter. This. I'm, here, I'm here to report yeah. and yeah. make sure people understand information, you know, without, you know, adding any kind of like, eh, you mm-hmm. know, getting people mm-hmm. inciting one thing or another. <clears throat> it's really good. And he shows headlines from the New York times in 1960, whatever. Yeah. And then the New York Times <laughs> today. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the New York Times. When you compare it to that, to that, the New York Times headlines and stuff like that are, are like they sound. They remind me of like the Sun or um or like what's the what's the one that's in the checkout National line? Choir. National Choir. Yeah. They're like crazy. Yeah. You know, like the 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 level of emotion that is it. But he traces down the history of like how that changed and why that changed. And you know, it's so funny. Like it's you know. We all like to point fingers at things. Some of what happened, though, was not news's fault. Uh-huh. Some of it was. Yeah. But some of it was like just changing things that like that came up that right w- before we had this kind of and this much media we never had to think about. Exactly. You know, <clears throat> very interesting. And he does a, the dude does a great job of delivering this. Like he has one I started watching. I have not finished on socialism <clears throat> very kind of like and you know, like the way he's talking about it is he's just kind of like giving like a history and it's like you know you feel like you don't feel any you know emotion you're just like getting information that you're going like thank you 
Mm-hmm. I did not know that. Like I, this is the, right. I will decide right. whether it's something I should maybe be concerned about, exactly. or I like, or I don't like. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for just telling me. Now I can make my own informed yeah, decision. Exactly, exactly. Something really, there's something sure. really nice yeah. about that. But check that out if you see it. But well, it's funny. I, I want to mention this real fast about the news. In the name of balls, hell, what happened there? I don't know. Something spilled, crazy didn't, went down. You didn't spill. You're okay. But uh, I heard a podcast not not long ago about uh, when did when did like news become so important? When all the news, CNN, and all that, when did it? And initially, <clears throat> excuse me. Initially, it was the Iraq War, the ori- the original Persian Gulf War, where like things were happening all the time, and then that kind of died down, and like people were losing interest. Like Nightline actually used to be about right, okay, mm-hmm. and CNN was just coming around, yep. okay, and Take then all of a sudden like there, yeah, and then there, all of a sudden CNN's ratings just dropped until one incident in the United States happened. Do you I, know what that was? Yes, I do. Go ahead and say it. O.J. Simpson. No, before oh. that. Very good though. That's a, that's another one. That's okay. Per- okay. good. I, uh, then I don't know. Two name. Two two words. Ready? Baby Jessica. Remember when Baby Jessica fell down the well? Oh my God! Yes, yeah. people wanted to know what was I'm happening. Baby so they were tuned uh. in, and CNN's ratings went up. And from that point on, things like the OJ thing, chasing OJ down in the white Bronco, CNN was right there, right? Because the other like CBS, ABC, NBC. They, their news was only on at a certain time, unless there was something really breaking, then they'd break in. And that, Baby Jessica, is when CNN's like, we've got to keep this little thing going. But anyway, all so right. Like, so, you know, so, yeah, you know. Yeah, well, it's very you, interesting, you know, the history I mean, of our just, news and what's happened. You know, I wonder, like, <clears throat> you know, I think, you know, I always, um, and the, I always think in, about that song by, by uh, Don Henley, Dirty Laundry. Yes, That's exactly. That's exactly what it's about. Is the head dead yet? Yeah, we have to, you know, yeah, get, you know, exactly. the boys in the newsroom got a running bet, get the widow on the set. Yep, exactly. <clears throat> it's a, um, yeah, so. Uh, it's very, it's very, it's it's very interesting how all that, and it's good to be able to step back and mm-hmm. keep yourself like, because you can get if you start because then you start to realize that you don't have to take all of it so seriously because right. there's a good portion of what is going on there is like <clears throat> we need ratings, you know, we got to we got to keep the exactly. lights on, you know what I mean? Yes, so yes. let's whoop something up and make sure we make it juicy. And yep. It really is like everybody has become the national inquirer. Yeah, everybody has yeah, become every single get those they, ratings. That's that's what it's all. About. It's crazy, dude. Exactly. Like they gave us what we, we you know. Sometimes you know, you know, getting everything that you want, right? And sometimes mm-hmm. it, you know, yeah. Be careful what you, end you up wish like for. That, you end up like those kids in um, Willy Wonka, right? You know, they all like meet bad ends because yes. they just get whatever yes. they want. Exactly. <laughs> oh my god! <clears throat> all right. Anyway, so finally, um, I there's some I did encounter something. Really cool. I did see two really awesome movies. Okay. I'm going to talk about uh, what Josiah saw. What did he see? <clears throat> um, Robert Patrick has made is making a kind of, rent, having a bit of a renaissance. Okay. He's an older actor now. All right. Then. <clears throat> and um, playing these fucked up people. Oh, boy. And he plays Josiah, and Josiah sees some shit. Um, oh, oh, man. And it is a, uh, it, the movie's a little... The the movie is unique on a lot of different levels. Um, uh-huh. First of all, it it tells three separate stories, and then at the end, kind of brings them all together. Oh, okay. In very much, and somebody a reviewer pointed uh, M. L. Miller Frights uh, pointed this out that it reminded him of Pulp Fiction. 
And there oh, are some okay. definite nods or scenes and stuff like okay. that where characters are standing in places and everything. Sure. It's very like you could tell that like yes. you know this is like a kind of tip of the hat to, to Paul. Exactly. <clears throat> um, but yeah, there's these three, you know, and then there's a, there's the conclusion at the end when they all come they all come together. And um, it is a story of like extreme family dysfunction. Oh boy! The least. Uh, um, there is a like a horror supernatural element to it, mm-hmm. but it is mainly this just like what do we call? Um, um, speaking of o- names like O'Connor, Flannery O'Connor mm-hmm. oh, type sure. story, Southern Gothic types. It's a you know it's one of those type of stories of like kind of a dark uh-huh. family drama or you know really fucked up shit yeah <clears throat> has gone down usually in the name of jesus <laughs> oh boy yep um and uh it's really it's a hard it's hard fucking courts it takes itself seriously as it should yeah there's no fucking comic relief in the movie or anything like that it's in fucking tense uh, i do not some people describe it as a slow burn i do not think it's a slow burn at all the only thing slow is the first act could that's my only kind of criticism and the other critics have said that like first act is like you gotta like kind of stick with it because there are some places where it's like where is this going it feels a little okay slow-ish, yeah you know gotta but stick with it. that by the time you get to the end of the first towards the end of the half, second half of the first act from then on you're like what in the fuck is happening this is like insane <laughs> it's not and also it's not like it is symbolic but it's not like one of those like you know it's allegorical man like no there's an actual story that you mm-hmm. know you get mm-hmm. and everything um dark as fuck man robert patrick okay. man scary as fuck it's like it's out there um okay. and i want to talk about this um um do you know who william peter blatty is i do not william peter blatty uh was uh an author and a um screenwriter in the 60s and had written mainly known for writing comedies and then he became interested because he had a Jesuit upbringing he became interested in demonic possession Mm. and he wrote this book you may have heard of called The Exorcist yes I have heard of it that's William Peter Blatty okay and um, of course that went went on to become one of the most important films of all time, which yeah. he was worked with uh, William Friedkin to put the screenplay together and everything. Um, so I did not realize that William Peter Blatty had a history in Hollywood of writing screenplays and stuff like that. I just assumed he, he wrote this novel and it, uh-huh. you, know, you know, one of those more like Stephen King kind of thing. Right, right. <clears throat> but anyways, um, he remained a very prolific writer and filmmaker as well. I didn't realize he was a filmmaker and, um, um, through most of his career and The Exorcist was the first of three books in his Faith series. Okay. The Faith Trilogy. Okay. A trilogy. It's my trilogy. Oh, yes. It's Lick My Love. Triology. Yes. Um, a triology. Triology, I call it. So, the first is The Exorcist. Sure. Part, first part. The, the, the third novel was a novel called um, Legion. Oh. And... Um, that got that got made into a movie with George C. Scott um, and Brad Dorif and a bunch of really amazing actors um, called Exorcist Three. Oh, and boy. like what happened was it was supposed to be Legion. They made it as Legion, uh-huh. and then the studio slapped the, on Exorcist, yeah, Exorcist Three, three <clears throat> because Peter Peter William Peter Blatty had written it. 
But there was an and and everybody was like because The Exorcist two the heretic is one of, considered one of the worst films of all time right <clears throat> so like you know the last thing he wanted was it to say oh, it's Exorcist three because it's not like that. yeah yeah Legion like, no. is a very serious um, psychological thriller it's a real mind bender it's very twisted um, very gory G- uh-huh. uh, 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 um, um, George C Scott acts his fucking ass off yeah. in it. And um, it's just like a really fucking serious movie. Uh, it has a little tie into The Exorcist, a little one. Uh-huh. And it is, um, but it's just mainly this really dark psychological thriller. Um, but in between that, the second book that I'd never heard of, and it was called The Ninth Configuration. Okay. And um, I stumbled across this uh, title and found out what it was, that it was the second in Peter Blatty's faith trilogy and i was I'm a huge fan of the exorcist i'm a huge fan of legion exorcist 3 it's amazing if you've never seen it you should absolutely need to see this movie um don't let the exorcist 3 title like turn you off yeah it's yeah. really fucking good um and so i was like well i have to see it. i want to know about this and it turns out it was made into a film with stacy stacy keach okay and a bunch of amazing character actors from the late 70s and early right. 80s um uh, uh, Frank Loja is in it. Okay, and a, like people yeah. of that ilk, they're yes. just—it's just. Um, think one. Think about all the amazing people that went on to be in stuff who were in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's. Exactly. This right? is, and this is very similar. <clears throat> okay, because the setup of this story is, they are. Um, this is a facility for Marines. All right, f- f- Vietnam Marines that they were the worst of the worst crazies okay like, you know and yeah, so yeah, yeah. the army was like tired of just handing out section eights and they or the marines were tired of just handing out section eights and they were like we want these guys studied we want to know what's going on, what here. Going on. and are these yeah. guys could these could they be faking like you know yeah. what's going on and um <clears throat> stacy keach is this um psychiatrist who's brought in to work in this to like to try to help determine this i'm, I'm really like condensing uh-huh uh that's the that's the setup and um mr pittsburgh yes the first ha- the first two acts of this movie yes are some of the funniest fucking shit i've ever seen yeah dude i'm like watching this movie okay it takes place in 1970 or whatever maybe okay 19- so it's like taking vietnam place in era, vietnam yeah era, sure know? um there's literally one of the guys is like because they're all crazies. Yeah. One of the guys. Yeah. Puts gets like he's in his underwear. Sure. And puts on a bow tie. Yes. And puts on blackface. Oh lord. And sings Al Jolson. As you do. Sure. Wow. <laughs> I, I I'd pause the movie as I like rolled around yeah. the knife living You're the like, floor. huh. <laughs> That's what you said. You're like, huh. I lost my mind is what fucking happened. I like the bow tie. And, yeah. um. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's, uh, but the Stacy Keach character forms a relationship with um, another character who was an astronaut mm-hmm. who, who, who who at the last minute jumped out of the cockpit and said he you know he can't do it he can't do it you knock know. on that and um, they they find they form like a special bond okay and um, it becomes an actually the third act is very dark mm. that like 
Um, it's very violent. It's like all of a sudden, man, it's like, what? You know, this is like a yeah. different movie. You know what I mean? Now, that's not bad. Our friend Stanley Kubrick did movies like um, Full Metal Jacket. Sure. Which, you know, have radical shifts in, uh, you know, t- uh, a mood and Sure, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, this is a lot like that. You know, there's this, you know, huge sw- uh, shift. Um, and again, you're as you're watching the people doing the stuff they're doing, you're looking at all these actors that were on went on to be in all yeah i know oh he's okay i mean um and uh yeah it's um it's really it's i mean it's and it was directed written and direct directed by william peter blatty okay i didn't know he was a director he's an amazing director very much like takes his time you know, with what he's going to show you, it's mm-hmm. beautifully shot. It's 35 millimeter, like fucking film. Okay, like, so it's like, like a it, real film. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like, it looks so fucking good. It was just like a feast for the eyes. Nice. I know, it sounds very hoity toity. You it are hoity toity. I'm hoity. Uh, and toity. And toity. I, I have to make a hoity on the toity later on. <laughs> <laughs> um,. Dude, I destroyed the bathroom at Half Price Books this weekend. But that's that not... was you. <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah nope, so nobody's the, listening from Half Price Books. The, the uh, ninth configuration. Okay, interesting. Is, um, um, and it also it also becomes weirdly philosophical. Okay. And it comes become, and um, the ending. The my only issue with the movie is the very 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 very, very, very like last shot. Uh huh. I just felt like this movie was like really kind of heavy yeah. and it has this sort of like you're gonna make it oh, after no. all <laughs> but it is it kind of reminds you ha 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 this is a comedy remember yeah. I think that's kind of what they, oh, were, what going, they were going, what going for is the kind of oh, like don't take this shit too seriously okay um, hey can I tell you this real quick because you mentioned our, our lord and savior Stanley Kubrick <laughs> right so I was at work the other day, and 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 uh, our bartender makes incredible soups, right? So she made an incredible soup, and she goes, "Here, taste this." And I'm like, "Oh my god, this is fantastic!" And as she's walking away, I'm like, "You know, that's why I love you." Matter of fact, I love you long time. And our the other server, who's 25 years old, a young lady, looks at me and she goes, "Full Metal Jacket." I'm like, "What?" <laughs> What? She goes, that's from Full Metal Jacket. I'm like, oh my God, there's hope for the future. You know Full Metal. You not only know the movie, you know dialogue from the movie. But that was so, that was really good. A little, little touch of magic in my day before I went off and started screaming stuff. But uh, anyway, all right. Dude, that's fucking awesome. That's I, love good, it. Dude, I love it when like young you know. people, you know, reference when the stuff. young folks today. When the young actually, folks today, like know, some of my old man shit. Sure. <laughs> they're like, oh. Is that Credence? <laughs> yeah, that's Credence, Claire. Oh, I'm my God. I, well, I know how much you love Credence. Oh, I fucking hate that You give that Credence band. no Credence, do you? I fucking hate that band. Oh, I fucking hate that band. Only because I, have to, I had to hear it. It's, the people that used to play it are now gone, so I don't have let, to worry Let me about ask that. you a question. Please talk to me, Goose. Uh, Goose Goslin. <laughs> Goose Goslin. Didn't he die? Who died? Dan, Sav- uh, Dan Saverin died, right? No, Stan Saverin. Stan Saverin. Stan Saverin. Yes, Saverin yes. Died, yeah. Sports, uh, Sports, Sports line. Yeah. Yes, here well, in Pittsburgh. Rest in peace, yeah. Yes, yeah. Very beloved media personality. Um, let me ask you a question. Sure. Because we were talking about Taylor Swift. Yes, we were. Concert. 
We loved what? it. Lou I, and I loved it. It was good. I wore my, uh, you know, my adult diapers. You did wear, but you, that's how how different is that from any other? Day? Well, you know, I was just thinking, you know, <laughs> why not? You okay. Know, cause why like, not? People walk around in drag now. Like, sure. Like, why not like, wear a diaper? Why, well, <laughs> what the fuck? You know what I mean? And some high heels. <laughs> no, no. With the diaper. Be nice. Yeah, so you wear a diaper because you don't want, you know, and them tickets, right? Because oh. they were those those poor girls, like their parents, like had remortgaged their homes and stuff. Yeah, um, I don't feel bad for any of you. No, you wanted to, you something you want an experience you wanted to have. Yeah, you paid the cost to go have it, and you. that's just it. You yep. know, there's no like that you chose to do that. There, there absolutely, there's nothing in society, there's nothing, you know, in the world that says that. You know, if you don't go to this Taylor Swift concert, like, you know, your life's over. You're like, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's nothing, you know, there's a total choice, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you yep. know that you hey, made. That, that's your you choice. Could, it, ease if you're unhappy with how that the business model was run there, you could yeah. have declined. Yeah. Um, and exactly. if those that when people decline stuff like that, we all win <laughs> because right. people say that, no, we're not doing that. That's how you teach the the man the system the man. like what what how it works it's called capitalism you right. say no no uh, thank you we're not we're not, paying, we're not, we're yeah. not paying that and when that doesn't happen there's t- t- concerts aren't selling out because she knew she was going to sell out this these, these oh, store yeah. that's why what Ticketmaster was banking on that's why they they probably in fact I understand that this what I forget the sliding scale thing that they came up with I believe they came up with because of her because she is like the biggest uh-huh. selling thing yes. uh, my question though is this yes people know who Taylor Swift is like uh-huh. everybody knows, but why doesn't everybody know who the pretty reckless are oh I know who they are but why not why why can't the two why can't people who love Taylor Swift love the pretty reckless right why not yeah I don't know uh, it seems like you know we. I miss those days, man. When you know you listen to pop radio and you heard you lots knew, of lo- lo- yeah, lo- you heard all lots of rock. kind of genres. Yeah, you heard lots yeah. of rock songs. Yeah. You heard lots of people. Who, you know, you would hear Van Halen uh-huh. on a pop station. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, it yeah. wasn't like a thing. You know, um, I remember you know the rock stations in Pittsburgh. You heard Bruce Springsteen and Black Sabbath. Exactly. You heard Steely Dan and Van Halen. Exactly. <laughs> right. You know, I mean, you're ZZ Top and the police. Yeah. You know, like bands that like, you know, yeah. not necessarily too great taste. It tastes great together, but, you, but you're you exposed think, to it. But you're exposed to it. And actually, it all went together a lot better than I think we realized. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it gets because of dynamics. Sure. You know, um, and so I, I just like thinking about that. Like, you know, why can't I, I, I'm just not sure why it seems to me like if you just have the right marketing, mm-hmm. as long as they're both bands are like making good music, like the yeah. music is good. And you know, I'm not, I'm not picking, I'm not trying to pick my favorite bar band and say, why can't they be famous? I'm not saying that. I'm talking about somebody who's super established. Sure. Pretty reckless. Yeah. Like somebody should, they should have the, they should have the same kind of money behind them because they could be easily be selling. Oh yeah. $9,000 a ticket or whatever. I mean, they could easily be doing, they could easily be doing that. If it just seems like there's not a will to make that kind of music popular. Right. There's no like will to do it. Like I'm not exactly sure. That's the part about it. Like marketing is so, um, savvy these days. Mm -hmm. It's insanely, I'm a, uh, 
I'm not gonna make. I'm going. Hmm, I'm just gonna mention super quick because I don't want to get into this because we're the whole thing in itself but there's a great document seven part documentary bbc series on youtube called century of the self if you've never seen it you should absolutely watch oh. it there it's split up into hour segments so you uh-huh. don't sit down and watch seven hours but um you might but um so that got me realizing like when once you see something and like then you realize how like psychology how much psychology is being used on you oh yeah <laughs> you know oh, they, yeah. they, like they're way ahead of you man they ain't like no your fears your needs mm-hmm. what you desire you know what your mommy didn't give you when you were three years old right. and now you're you know this is why you pick your butt when nobody's looking you know what i mean yep. like they got they got you pegged and they know how to capitalize yeah. on well, it. Well, that's it. Well, that's yep. So that's that's the game, right? The nope to peg you and then go and then peg you. Peg you? <laughs> you're just talking about picking the button. Now you're talking about pegging. I know. I don't Come on now. There's problems out here. Oh, tonight, my. Danger, Will Robinson. By the way, this goes on forever. <laughs> that particular that's the longest one. That is the that particular like sound effect pick, goes on forever. This, well, it's like the most annoying one, and we'll make that the longest. That's the longest one. <laughs> I like these guys. Yeah, they're all right. They, 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 you they're know. pretty smart. They're they know, okay in my They know book. what we like, apparently. Yeah. I know what Mitt Ludini likes. <laughs> <laughs> Rotting Miss Ludini. <laughs> oh, Hulk! <laughs> Riding Miss Ludini. <laughs> oh, man. You're my best friend. Hulk. Oh, Hulk! That sounded way more the- racist <laughs> than I meant it to yeah, sound. <laughs> sorry about that. Well, after my story, you know. Because she was white. Now that was that oh, was the oh. sort of thing, right? Oh, Jessica Tandy was white. She was, but I was trying to do a, like, a no black mo- person's voice. Oh, I see. Oh, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, uh, no, it was, you had kind of a southern. It would have been it. better yeah. if if it would have been played by a black trans person. I'm sure there's videos <laughs> out there like that. <laughs> Anyways, um, so the idea here is that you know. All is not as it seems. No. And um, this is why I wanted to get into this. In, in the past, um, this this came out, I don't know, maybe two weeks ago. Now. This uh-huh. is a pretty... For us, this is like, you know, we're on top of it. <laughs> <laughs> we, were, we were talking a minute ago about South Park doing that uh, Alien Gonzalez thing. Like, with right, 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 right. Happened, you know what I mean? Um, this is our moment. Uh, yes. But no, uh, this David Grush story broke, I don't know, less than two weeks ago. Um, and, uh, what's it? Leslie Stearns? Is that in the the New York times? Um, Oh, I don't know. I can't remember her name. Anyways, but she has signed off. All kind of people have been like, no, this dude, his name is David Grush. He's legit. He's legit. He's like, like, like MC hammer too legit to quit. Yeah. Um, and he, so this, it's, it's looking like. Whatever this is, mm-hmm. there's going to be some actual. The possibility exists now more than ever that we could have an actual open, somewhat of an open discussion about this. Okay, those these he submitted documents. He, he asked for protection under the Whistleblowers Act, and then presented documents to Congress and documents to the Inspector General of of of, um, of the Pentagon mm-hmm. and. Um, sort of turned himself in yeah um 
and said, you know, I'm a whistleblower, you know, so I, I can't be prosecuted. Exactly. Yeah. For what, yeah. you know, I know. Um, this is something that I, <laughs> I, when I, this is one of the things like, because, you know, be, being a freedom loving person as I am and being proud to be an American, I know that's not necessarily uh, like a cool thing to say these days, but I still am. I love my country. You know, I've, I would have thought this was something we would have had like decades ago. Exactly. No, right? they just signed this. In fact, I think Biden <laughs> signed it oh, in, if I'm not mistaken. Are. So go, uh, go, Uncle Joe. But, um, you know, but so like, this is like super important because people have to be able to like tell on the government. They've got to be able to like, you know, we can't have a, a, a culture where nobody can, you know, you know, you know. So anyways, so these guys, this, these top secret dudes, like one of their qualifications is like how well can you keep a fucking secret uh-huh. and they've really vetted on that before they're ever brought into anything right. they right. just they have to know that you can keep a fucking secret it's a lot like another organization in our country from many years ago yes. the mafia <laughs> they, you have to hey, you have to be there's able to no keep mafia there's no mafia <laughs> exactly we are sanitation Swap, yeah. consultants <laughs> it's uh Speaking anyway. of Mario Brothers, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so, so being able to keep a secret is super important to anybody mm-hmm. who's in this to their career. Yes, it's like um, you know, it's just a really well, I, good, I, it's I, a job qualification you have to have. Yeah, when I was in the in the military, I had to sign non disclosures for where I was stationed and what I was guarding. So yeah, there you go. Yeah, and in forty five more years, I can talk about it. Nice. Yeah. Um. So this was uh, very weird. Like this is like so this whole thing has come out and um through, and he's come out through this uh, whistleblowers under under the whistleblowers uh, uh, act. act or, uh-huh. Yeah. So, um, and he is saying very candidly that we have that we the United States whatever military has. <clears throat> these vehicles mm. for lack of a better word mm-hmm. um and then he was asked pointedly well you know are there do we have the aliens you know yeah or whatever and he goes well he answered like this he's whenever a vehicle lands or one crashes there's usually a, occupants Ooh. and yes we we have recovered those Ooh. <clears throat> so like dude wow. this opens up so much crazy shit yeah i mean like uh, it, this is gonna this it's just brewing slowly because there's some so many other distractions in our in our world right now you mm-hmm. know with you know this the ukraine and uh, you know, this insane political environment in our yeah, country right. like it's a, you know like you know, this is br- this is going this is taking a little while to build. But once once this starts to really sink in, uh huh. The, the the questions. Oh yeah. The, and and this guy, one of the things he says that this program, these programs have been going on for um about eighty years. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, and he blatantly says that they were instructed to mislead and and carry out disinformation. I. L- I just heard George Carlin's talk on that uh, whole thing. Like, you know, I was perfectly comfortable calling it toilet paper. No, it's bathroom tissue. Tissue, right? Yeah, yeah. On, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I was totally reminded Misdirect. of that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
You know what I mean? You know, we get, we may have engaged in uh, disinformation. You know, yeah. we we lied. UFOs? Uh, no, no weather balloons. And and like that's like, yeah. You know, that's just a tiny portion of of it. But um, so it's like, so people have questions. Like, and I know it's not gonna be long before there's gonna be a big outcry. Like, what did they fucking look like? Mm-hmm. Like, we have to know what they look like. Oh yeah, we absolutely have to know. Like, I'm sorry, we're visual <laughs> creatures. We gotta fucking see what these mm-hmm. people look like. I'll be right out there, man. I'm mean, with a fucking sign, like you know, <laughs> bring out your dead. <laughs> I want to fucking see a goddamn see alien. Him. You know how many fucking episodes of the fucking X-Files I watched? Right. I want to see a goddamn alien. I finally see one. I want Mulder to grab Scully's face and say, look, a fucking alien. Told ya. I fucking told you. Told ya. <laughs> oh, my God. Women, they never fucking listen. They don't listen, I tell you. That whole series. It was an I alien. I mean, like, everybody's like, yeah, you know, Scully is a, you know, um, strong female lead. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Sure. Fantastic. They, she carried that after David Duchovny left very well. Yep. Um, even though it was a little wonky. But anyways, um, but still, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know, she's a fucking woman. She won't fucking listen. She didn't fucking listen. Mulder was fucking right. Here it is. Bit of bang. Bit of bone. Right there. Right there. Yeah. We, need to, we need to see him. God damn. See him. Well, we have to see him. Gotta see him. We gotta be able to see aliens. Yeah. Like I mean, like that's gonna be my yeah. that's the first fucking question before anything else. Yeah. Like I and then like... and then and then tell me what's going on. But what there's a great story by Arthur Clark mm-hmm. where um Aliens land. Yeah. And it's very it's it's all more like um the day the earth stood still, not okay. like, not like Independence Day. Right, right, right. The ships come and they start hovering, but yeah, you know what I mean? They're not like they're not gonna blow they're not like up. openly hostile or anything right. like that. But they're definitely here to do some shit. And anyway, so one of the things in the story is the aliens only show themselves to just a very few select like people, mm-hmm. like, like maybe like the president and right. the, the, right. the head of the UN and a couple of people like that. <clears throat> Nobody really sees them um, it, for 50 years. Wow. They don't show themselves for 50 years. Well, when they come out, they look exactly like Satan. Oh, man. You know, and so what their thing was, they needed humans to have a generation to kind of like get over this sort of like religious thinking and stuff like that, because they knew that human beings would freak the fuck out if they would have came out just looking like Satan right out of the fucking gate. You know what I mean? Like, yes. you know, you'll be like, you'll be I like, think I vaguely remember that. Like, yeah. Oh fuck! Whoa, Satan, whoa, whoa! Fuck! I'm out! Like, I'm out! I'm no, out! No, like, no, I'm no, out. guys, calm down. <laughs> That's exactly. I like, read oh, that, oh, when, that when that happened. When when I've read it's it's like a big reveal in the book. I'm sorry, I'm spoiling uh-huh. it, but um, when I read that, I remember going like. Um, I kind of busted out laughing because I got the kind there's a kind of joke in there too about like our sort of own prejudices you right, exactly I mean? like yep, that, you yep. know what I mean but I was like well okay they look like the devil I get it you know <clears throat> but I think people would be freaked because what if they were really monstrous looking though you know they look like Cthulhu or you know yeah. something like, really ooh. fucked up you know imagine how you look to us yeah <laughs> oh yeah good point yeah, yeah, that's the um, episode of Star Trek, Ugly Bags of Mostly Water. 
it's like Data who realizes like, <clears throat> they're all well, why why are you insulting us? Yeah, and Data's like because Data's not a fucking human. He's, right. He's like here's the right. one time Data the fucking robots got the upper hand. He gets to say something, <laughs> and they're like right. fuck. <laughs> oh, thanks. Um. So these rockers have yes. seriously gotten into alien. They've they you know and yeah. they, this has been going on for a while. So um, the guy at the top of the list is Tom DeLonge. Oh sure. Um, you know he must have got a lot of pussy with that name. Yep. Yeah. Too bad his first name wasn't Dick. Hey uh, Robin, look that up for me. Uh, is that his real name? Okay. Anyways. <laughs> um. Tom DeLonge is a, is serious about alien. This is from Loudwire. Mm-hmm. Um, from Esquire, he said, uh, when you study UFOs, you're looking at consciousness. Mm-hmm. You're looking at the history of mankind, like archaeology or archaeological evidence or mm-hmm. ancient texts, religious texts. Sure. You're looking at national security. You're looking at physics, unified field theory. You're looking at a kind of a forefront of like the quantum mechanics and how the universe seems to be built. And what you start to realize is that the evidence of those phenomena is not at all what people think it is, mm. which is um, a kind of haunting mm-hmm. kind of uh, statement there. So what is it, Tom? But what? But Tom wasn't always taken seriously. Uh, he actually quit Blink One Eighty Two to chase evidence of ETs and to bring to light what the government was covering up. After hearing uh, a lot about the tinfoil hat guy, DeLong was vindicated in 2019 when the Pentagon confirmed much of his research Ooh. that the UFO are now UAP. Uh, videos uh, he was sharing with the world were legit. He not, oh, <clears throat> runs uh, to the Stars Academy of Arts and Sciences, a company full of former feds and intelligence officials. The Institute uh, researches UAPs and creates sci-fi entertainment, or in the DeLong eyes, sci non fi Okay, listen, listen to me. Um, so, I was thinking about the this whole thing this has come up here UFO or UAP right and this great this total logic in the name change at, at first I thought it was just like the gov you know because the government wants to yeah. do something or they want to sidestep something in a way they kind of are so check it out um uh um unidentified both of them have unidentified in it right okay the second word is flying okay sure the other one is aerial. Okay. Oh, now maybe these things aren't really flying. We don't know what they're. So when you say that they oh, fly, true. Yeah. then you have to. Whoa. Then it's just sort of implied that it is something in physical space, right? Okay. All right. So they're just saying no. It's just air. It's aerial. We don't know if it's actually flying. Yeah. Could yeah. be. It's up there. Mass but... hypnosis. It could be oh. uh, 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 with a hologram. Sure. You know, it could be anything. Okay, huh. and then the, the last word is object, UFO, or phenomenon. Ah. This is an interesting choice, too, because object, again, means like it's the thing. Boom. It's uh-huh. that mouse. It's right. that lighter. You know, yes. it's a bottle of wild right. turkey. It's a thing. It's a thing in space. It exists. Okay, but phenomenon is like, well, you know, right? There's all kind of phenomena, mm-hmm. right? You know, it's mental phenomena, psychic phenomena, sure. whatever. 
musical phenomena. Yes. You know, there's all kind of phenomena. 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 That was lovely. I love that. Anyway. So that, uh, so it's kind of like a kind of, um, you know, a way for them to say, well, wait a minute, if we are going to talk about this thing, right. we aren't ready right. to, to, com- to commit to this, this thing is like literally flying in the sky. It, it, it seems to be in the air and it's something. Well, how about, we can't say UATs, mm-hmm. you know, unidentified aerial thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have to say unidentified phenomenon. Yeah, it's a phenomenon. It's a very yeah. vague kind of word. There okay. It's something typically the government would fucking do. Yes. David Bowie, not only oh, did he believe in aliens, but many people thought he was one. Right. So many Bowie songs reference space or otherworldly life. Space Oddity, mm-hmm. Starman, yes. The Rise and Fall of Ziggy Stardust and the Spiders from Mars, Mars. Yes. The Man Who Fell to Earth, yeah. Moon Age Daydream, Hello Space Boy, Earthling, Life on Mars, Loving the Alien. Mm. According to the Denver Post, 1974, David, uh, excuse me, uh, Bowie told TV host Dick Cavett he would rather fly in saucers than airplanes. Sure. He also said uh, the following year that he worked for a UFO magazine in England and he had made about six to seven sightings a night when he was in the observatory. Interesting, David. Yeah, how about that? Yes. That's that's fucked up, man. It's fucked up, man. Fucked up. Yeah. Well, if you haven't been keeping up with current events, man, we just got our asses kicked. <laughs> fucking uh, Bill Paxton. Yep. What well, a fucking great actor. Uh, great. I mean, you know, like, it was fun. that's so fucking awesome, dude. I remember, like, and in the theater, like, it was a moment of, like, comic relief. Yeah. Because it was yeah. like, because people people laughed. It yep. was meant to be like, comedic. Okay. Great, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> uh, Matt Bellamy. No, he's not one of the, the, Bellamy, the Bellamy brothers. brothers. No, no. no. Uh, he's Muse. <clears throat> yes. Uh, was possibly, says he was possibly abducted. Driving home from a session, mm. I saw this flashing light that was in the woodland, and it was really unusual at the time at that time of night because it was like one in the morning. Recall the singer. Uh, what it was though, I remember was just walking up at home, and to this day I don't quite remember the journey from there home. Mm. The, uh, the Starlight Singer added, also, I may have smoked something. <laughs> so it was more likely than being abducted by aliens. Well, you know. You, you never know. You never know. I smoked something. I smoked something. something. I smoked something. I don't know what it was. I, I, I smoked the pipe. Well, who was the comedian? Who was that? Tobacco pipe. Who was the comedian that said, what, 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 what was it's a comedy bit or somebody said, that, like, oh, wait. <laughs> I think that. Wait a minute. I think there would have been some crack in that pipe. <laughs> I don't know. I can't remember who what fucking bit that on. If that's a if that was in a movie or it was a stand up comedian. There was a stand up comedian. Mm. This is like yeah, he was like smoking weed with some kids and you know, like, he made the, and the guy said, Oh wait, no, that was some wait crack in that Never pipe. Never mind. <laughs> it's like, oh my god. I I, I accidentally smoked Accidentally. Crack. How oh, can you man. accidentally smoke? Crack? Just, just a little accident. 
Wow. It's called a crack sedent. <laughs> crack sedent. Brilliant. Oh my god. Uh-huh. I feel better now. Yeah. Uh, that was good. I needed it. Sometimes, you know, you just gotta yeah, like you, you just know, gotta, gotta blow up the bathroom and have bright Sure. <laughs> uh, wow. Shake, rattle, and roll. Van Halen. Frontman Sammy Hagar vehemently maintained on the Howard Stern show that he was mm-hmm. abducted by aliens. He said when he was 18 years old, he was on a ship with two beings and had something plugged into him. <laughs> He's not sure if something was downloaded into his head or something in his head was uploaded to the aliens. He remembers this through his dreams. Okay. The wild story is further explained in uh, Hagar's uh, 2011 memoir. Yeah. I'm going to have I'm going to read it. See Sammy, I think Sammy Hagar and Les Paul went to the same school because they are filled with stories. Filled with stories, I, I tell I you. I think that like I could see that. I think which I see what you mean. <clears throat> yeah. Um it's something that, you know, it's you know, every people cultivate something. Yeah. With, with their personality something. Yes. And we actually we all do it to some degree yeah, or not, right? Bit. Just a little and, bit. But some people like have something that's really kind of um like it's like kind of out not out there but kind of obvious and yeah. I think that something like that has to be yeah. kind of like and you know um, like it's like one of the, I, I was read I was um, uh, hearing somebody on YouTube tell a, a story about some figure from his his some obscure figure from history and mm-hmm. one of the descriptions was like yes and he was one of the things he did was he always went around he always I did these stories he started telling all these <laughs> stories to people and then this and that and then he was this and he was that yep. and yep. um um it was like it was something that some people cultivate they they find yeah. they go yeah. through you know and um I'm a storyteller they, they become a storyteller yeah. storyteller yeah. and they entertain their friends and you know you have to probably take you know most of what they say with a grain of fucking salt exactly exactly um <laughs> it's crazy though man oh sammy i will tell you that you if you ever get a chance to read anything by um john mack uh-huh. or D- uh david jacobs you should take a peruse yeah um because john mack was a harvard professor psychology very prestigious university mm-hmm. and he became interested in alien abductions and he mm-hmm. began to treat uh, these people that said they had alien abduction yeah. experiences and he became absolutely 100% convinced, convinced. this is yeah. something these people are having an objective experience yeah he you can't say it was literally the Klingons or right. whatever. Right. I think this is a, the thing that people have with this whole phenomenon that like when they, people talk about this, um, that like they think, they think in terms of Star Trek, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? They, and you know, that, you know, this is, these are, you know, whoever the Ferengi, you know, <laughs> and that, so in their mind, they're like, that's, you know, that's what we're dealing with here. Yeah. Um, we may be dealing with nothing remotely, it could be so fucking well for like what a word alien that that's you know but what about this idea though yes let me pull on your coat about something go ahead before we should go 
looking for this for the for the answer to this in outer space. Yes. Now I'm <laughs> I know there's some flat earthers that take this, but I, I swear to God this is not something that, to do with that or shit. Hear me out on this. Okay. Before, not that the, and the reason I'm saying this is not because I don't believe in outer space. I believe in outer space. The outer space mm-hmm. is the real fucking mm-hmm. thing. Okay, I'm not saying that. But think about this. We don't know. All the other planets we've been able to detect, all the exoplanets we've been able to right. detect, have have been like, like we have no sign of a fucking blade of grass. Right. Nothing. Sure. And there's thousands of exoplanets now we've been we've been cataloging. You know, technology has really you know advanced. So we haven't found fucking shit, right? <laughs> you know, so what, what what makes us think that we're looking in the right place? Oh, could wh- why? You hear this said all the time. I don't know why we're spending all this money going into outer space. You know, we've only explored one uh, seventeenth of the uh, ocean floor. Okay, whoa, stop right there. Yeah, we've hardly explored the fucking ocean. Yeah, how do we know that this isn't a civilization that lives here? <laughs> they can, that's why right? they're here. Okay, they fucking live here. Yeah, they somehow because we know that sea life evolved first. Yes. That's where life evolved in the ocean. What if it just, there was a sect of it, a tract of it that took a different form and became sentient, mm-hmm. but they were undersea creatures. Yeah. It's a possibility. I mean, you know, why not? Like, I mean, like it's been there for so long, way longer than anything else on the planet. <clears throat> they could, I mean, there could have been undersea civilizations that have risen and fallen multiple times for as long as them fucking right. oceans have been there. Right. I mean, it boggles your fucking mind if you yeah. think about it. Okay. So uh, we should, maybe we should be thinking about aliens here <laughs> mm-hmm. first. You know, I mean, this might be the, uh, this might be it. We don't know. So far, we don't have any uh, proof that, you know, there's right. anything, there's anything out, out there. It's alive. Yeah. I'm not saying that there isn't, but we don't have any proof. We haven't seen it yet, you know. You know, this could, uh, that would be my, I think they'll jump, everybody jumps way, right away into outer space with uh-huh. this stuff. And I'm like, I, I, you know, I don't, I think we should keep our minds open. <laughs> Uh, a long time ago, um, I used to watch this really wacky guy. Um, he can find him on YouTube now. Um, his name is David Wilcox. And um, he uh, was was talking um, about... Um, well, first, <laughs> he was talking about how some of these beings that say that they're aliens actually live here and that what they're doing is they're making they have telepathic abilities mm-hmm. and they are making telepathic contact with people on or you know here telling them that they're from outer space because they don't want people to start looking on the planet oh okay yeah you know yeah and um i thought he was totally like when he said that i'm like okay Dave, that's that'd make awesome plot for mm-hmm. science fiction story. exactly be fucking, that would actually be really fucking cool yeah you should work for hollywood um but like at the i now you know what i mean now i'm not so sure yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now i'm going like because it appears like there's some shit going down something's going some you know so but i'm saying that these let's not jump right to literal aliens like 
the Klingons or the Vulcans right. or right? Yeah. Why do we have to go there? Well, do we, we don't know that yet. I we mean, don't I'm know. just saying it's an assumption. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Jason Lennon. John Lennon. Not the Jason. The, the other the, Lennon. Yeah. Jason Jason Lemon. Lemon. Jack Lemon. Jack Lemon? Jack Lemon. <laughs> well, it could be Jack Lemon. Isn't Jack a, a sort of nickname for John? I think so. So Jack JFK? Lemon. JFK? Yeah. And, well, yeah. It's, it is Jack? Lemon, not yeah, Lemon. they called him Jack. Okay. John Lemon. John Lemon. Those two ends are very close together. I know. John Lemon. John Lemon, the iconic member of the Fab Four, claimed in the mid-70s that he saw a few UFOs over Manhattan. Mm. And he wrote a song about it. Okay. From Nobody Told Me, there's UFOs over New York and I ain't too surprised. Nobody told me there'd be days like these. Strange Strange days days indeed. indeed. That's the, I know that song. Sure. Yeah, I guess that gets played on rock radio. Of course. And he wrote the liner notes in the 74 album, uh, Walls and Bridges, on the 23rd, uh, August 1974, at 9 o'clock, I saw a UFO. When he asked about it uh, in an interview magazine later uh, in the year, Lennon said he saw a thing with ordinary electric light bulbs flashing on and off <laughs> around the bottom and non-blinking red light on top, 100 feet away, hovering over a nearby building. And we all shine on indeed. (laughs) Who knows, man? You know, like... Frank Black from the Pixies. yes. Been fascinated with extraterrestrial life. Um, Yeah. I started with when he lived with some relatives in 1965, Fool in the World, the oral history of the band called the Pixies. The Pixies vocalist says his mom and a bunch of his cousins saw a UFO. Uh, there was a flying saucer floating above the house for half an hour, and everyone just stood there and watched it. It was just hovering. Then the state police came and chased it. But they couldn't <laughs> catch up with it. My mother's weird, but she's not that weird. She got no reason to make this stuff up. I think there's a small percentage of people who have seen them, and I'm one of them. Mm. Little 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 guy, little little guitar well, player you may have heard of, named Jimmy Jimmy Hendrix. Yes, spelled with J I M I. Yeah. Oh, he's very progressive. Never afraid to let his freak flag fly. The Earth's greatest oh, guitarist claim to or have a freak out. Yeah. Uh, seen uh, beings from another world. Jimi Hendrix uh, said he saw a UFO out his back window with his brother Leon one night. Uh, he was also a big fan of Flash Gordon. Then again, maybe he was smoking something. Yeah. Like, that's <laughs> like the thing that, like, you know. Mm-hmm. Just because you're a fan of, you know, like you can be both. Sure. I'm sure there's, I'm sure sure. there's people that have seen Star Trek that also actually saw UFO. I'm yes. sure that's, that, that's yes. happened. I mean, it's a, you know, huge thing in pop culture. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is fun. Yeah. The King. Everybody got to sing oh, like the King. Do you know the song Elvis is Everywhere by Mojo Nixon? I've heard oh, it. That's fine, great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the King's hairstylist. And spiritual advisor. Oh, yes. Once said that Elvis shared telepathic visions with aliens when he was eight years old, mm. including one with a future Elvis in a white jumpsuit. Wow. Lil Elvis had no idea what that meant at the time. 
Hairstyles also says that uh, they had both seen moving lights in the sky while cruising through the desert one night. And he and Elvis's dad saw a UFO the night baby Elvis was born. Mm. That explains it all, really, including the and hair. The, and the hair, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, okay. Now, this sounds like a completely made up story. This sounds completely fucking made up. What? It makes it makes that now. And this, now let me tell you appeared it, when he was born. Come on. No. This sounds like something Colonel Tom Parker. Oh boy, yeah. Would fucking make up and float out there by yeah, okay. All right. And a, and a UFO and a UFO landed when he was born. Yeah, okay. okay, yeah. All like right. Jesus with the yeah. fucking star. Yeah. <clears throat> it's to me. It's very much a. <clears throat> Yeah. Not right, to can, like, right. like you know, Jesus, you know, you know, Elvis is Jesus. Oh, and the UFO is the star. Well, that explains seen, it all. Was wasn't that? Have you heard the song by um, Don Henley with the lyrics or something like you know, I was flying back from Houston. I met uh, Jesus on the plane. Maybe it was Elvis. They kind of looked the same. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. <laughs> uh let me let me kill Mister. Hey, poor. What that poor bastard. Poor bastard. There's a great documentary out there about Lemmy. You should watch it. Uh, also, roadied for fellow UFO enthusiast Jimmy oh, Hendrix. Huh? Uh, says he had encounter before he uh, struck out with Motorhead back in 1966. This thing came over the horizon and stopped dead in the middle of the sky. He told Inked, uh, as reported by Rolling Stone. Then it went from standstill to top speed immediately. We don't even have aircraft to do that now. Never mind back then. Mm. So that was pretty eye-opening for me. Yes. Fascinating. Yeah. yeah let me... Like, that's kind of not too... Okay. I mean, that sounds like a typical UFO sighting. Mm-hmm. Does It doesn't coincide with, like, his birthday. Right, or, or right. happened on the anniversary. The was born. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? There's no machismo. Like, <laughs> shit in there. Elvis' Elvis's story is the only one that so has So far, that, so far. Has anything like that. Yeah. Like, trying to connect Elvis to, like... Everybody else is like, yeah, I saw some to, lights to, in like, the sky. He's like, he's like, Elvis, UFO Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> UFO Jesus. That's a good name of a song. UFO yeah, Jesus. UFO Jesus. <clears throat> Mick Jagger, the Denver Post, shares a story from the director of the New York uh, Center for Extraterrestrial Research and the author of Alien Rock, yeah. the rock and roll extraterrestrial connection. We should get this guy on the podcast. Yeah, we should. He said Mick Jagger told him they saw a cigar-shaped ship d- during a camping trip in Glastonbury in 1968. Mm. Uh, the next year, he saw the same shape at a Stones concert. It's also been said that Jagger put a UFO a detector in his oh. home that picks up high electromagnetic waves which would regularly go off when he wasn't at home interesting I, you know I don't know much about Mick Jagger right come to think of it like I know who he is sure same part you know I'm very familiar with the Rolling Stones music I love the band sure but I don't really know much about his personal life I know he's had a bunch of wives sure yes yes but like I don't this could be true he could be. be in a UFO. I don't know. I don't know. It's not like I have his phone number. I can't call him. Why, why don't you call him? Oh, Lord. Here, Mr. Pittsburgh, he's going to pick up for you. <laughs> what? 
He, when he hears it's Mr. Pittsburgh, oh, is that what it he's going to be like, hey, why well, didn't you say so? Put him on. Mick Jagger's no Satan. I'm here to tell you that right now. Satan picks up and right away. And speaking of Satan, yes. Mick's mate, Keith right. Richards, apparently uh, was convinced UFOs were landing outside his home in the UK in 1968. Oh, the BBC reports Richards said he had it on good authority. His mm-hmm. house was a landing site for UFOs. Oh, come on. I believe they uh, exist plenty. I believe believe they exist. It was a weird sentence. It's like hyphenated or something. I believe they exist. Plenty of people have seen them. I don't proofread this stuff, guys. I'm just reading it right along with you. Uh, They are tied up with a lot of things, uh, like the dawn of man, for example. It's not just a matter of people spotting a flying saucer. I'm not an expert. I'm still trying to understand what's going on. Well, at least he's honest. Yeah. I wonder, like, how many fifths of... Well, right. whiskey he had had. <laughs> um, machine gun. Yeah. They saw, uh, homie, homie, I saw a life on this planet. It was from another planet two nights ago. That's not how he sounds at all. I don't think so. Over a thousand lake oaks, red orb came out of nowhere, went and disappeared again. Cool, homie. Cool, homie. I don't know where homie. that homie stuff is coming from. I mean, he must. Oh, he was telling. Uh, he, uh, oh, he was talking with James Corden. Uh, and he called James homie. That's nice. That's nice when he says that. I think that that is like one of the most beautiful. Um, yeah, dude. I don't know, man. What do you think, Mister Pittsburgh? I don't know. I think there's things out there that we just cannot explain, and I think that uh, maybe with this uh, David Grush, maybe maybe we'll start to learn some things, man. We start to learn some things, you know. Like it's like. Oh, I really hope it's like an Independence Day where there's that crazy-haired, you know, scientist that uh, he he comes out. He's like, really excited stuff, man. Really, hey hey hey, you want to see one? Yeah. We call this the freak show. <laughs> I, I want to be. I, I really hope there's a scientist like that somewhere. Mish Yukako. That's who it'll be. No, he, <laughs> uh, he has the long hair. Um, yeah, yeah. No. Um, I rewatched that recently. <laughs> yeah. Me and too. man, what a fucking that's great a, movie. That's it's a fun, fun. That's a fun movie. It's really fun as fuck, man. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, What's with the, the That's Brent Spiner from Star Trek. Oh, it is. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, it great, is. Dude. So you could tell, man, oh, when he came on the screen, like everybody in the theater, like, like applauded. Freaked. Yeah, yeah, everybody yeah. applauded, <clears throat> and um, and he because he wasn't in the trailers, he wasn't yeah, in the original yeah. trailers, so it was like a surprise. It was super fun that they did that. Him being, you know, from Star, mm-hmm, from Star Trek mm-hmm. and everything. Um, yeah, that was yeah, um, very cool. I don't know, man. Um, I don't know, man. Like aliens, I just think that we just. Uh, we're gonna see what the fuck happens, but we'll like, see, there'll be tons of questions, guys. Like, yeah, what do they look like? Also, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. you had eighty years, yeah, and you had him here talking to you too, so you could like ask him questions about how the shit worked, right? Right. So, in other words, we've been riding around blowing up the atmosphere and everything with uh, fossil fuel driving. Right. Explain us again, like, how that's right. <laughs> Well, you guys look like you're having so much fun with your, like, you know, politics and everything. We didn't want to interrupt we you. We want to bother you. We're <laughs> just sitting here kind of watching. I mean, it's going to be questions upon questions. I mean, I, got, I can stay up all night and think about questions about mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. This is a whole, this is a fucking... This is, dude, dude. This is, I tell you what, 
given the state of the planet right now, uh-huh. this could easily just become a total shit show. Oh, yeah. It could just easily become like, you know. I'm going to I'm gonna be there at the first press conference with the alien, <laughs> and alien's going to be like, a, you, you in the back, your question. I'll be like, oh, thank you. I got a question for you. What do you prefer, stovetop stuffing or mashed potatoes? <laughs> see, what he, see what he says. <laughs> I should have waited for you to swallow your drink. I'm sorry. Oh my god, that drink almost went flying sorry everywhere. About that. Yeah. <laughs> sorry about that, How long have you been thinking that up? That's that's one of my go-to things. I always in the back of my mind because I like. I don't know, man. I like both. I've never been able to decide which one I like. That's not what I'm asking you. I'm asking you, like, how long did you think up that joke? Five seconds. <laughs> Five seconds. Because I'm thinking, I'm thinking, yeah, once they finally present the We've aliens. We've been doing this since we were in high be, school, guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there, there, there might be some sort of press conference. And I'm like, what, what question? What would you ask an alien? This is somebody from outside the universe. What would you ask him? And a Pittsburgh Kevin be like. <laughs> Hey, which which ends like more? Stovetop stuffing or yeah. Hey, is it great taste or less filling? Taste great, less filling. Yeah. yeah. Hey, hey, hold on, got one for you. Oh, thank no. you, thank you for letting me ask you another question. Um, how many licks does it take to get to the center of a the good. world may never know. That's a good question. Yes, but I'm not. <laughs> that should be the answer. I'm no not. F- I'm not from this world, so I can tell you a one, a two, two. a three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He bites like the guy next to him his head off or something. Yeah. Oh, that'd be oh, great. Okay. And then the whole Thanks. the whole thing erupts into horror. Thanks. <laughs> then it's like um, uh, Mars attacks. <laughs> Insane. Like, oh wow. That is off the dude, like somebody was on some serious fucking drugs. Yeah. Who did that and I want them. Yep. <laughs> Mars attacks. Oh my god. I said that oh, had god. Tim Burton's involved in that. Yeah, thing. definitely, yes. yes. Um I think that it would be hilarious if they were like <laughs> if they were like crazy sex aliens. You know, I mean, like there, there's reports of probes. I'm just yeah, saying. Yeah, so like, like, so like, to be, we can't see them because we will immediately become so sexually aroused. Ooh. We will be able to stop jerking off like Whoa, right in baby. our wherever we're standing. How that'd do you know? Be, that'd be you, awesome, dude. That'd be so fucking you, awesome. Like aliens come out, like people, all, everybody, all over the world just starts jerking off. How do you know today? <laughs> how do you know she's an alien? How, how do you know she's an alien? <laughs> Three boobs. Three boobs, dude. Knock, knock three boobs on the ceiling. ceiling. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, like it could be anything. Could be anything. I hope that it's something so fucked up that people go like, "Oh fuck!" Like, oh no! Like something, something that like we have to put up with. That, yeah. Like you know, like Ugh. um, but like something they stupid. smell really bad. Yeah, something like that, or oh. like or no, or they actually. Are shaped Ooh. like turds or something. <laughs> <laughs> or what if they were literally the cone heads? Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, like in that movie, 
a contact. We took this for because we wanted to make it easier. <laughs> we know how much you all love the movie. Yeah, that's great. So we figured we'd go with it. We're from France. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Harris your fried chicken embryos. <laughs> it's it is like I remember when the movie came out that like it did sort of like lay there like whenever like a turd in the fishbowl. Yeah. Turn the fishbowl. <laughs> Especially turd in the punch bowl. I yeah, like the joke that's that turn, yeah. Okay. But um or a fishbowl don't cut it. Yeah. You're the party. The poor you fish is like, like <laughs> Oh, the fish we just eat. Really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, Chocolate. Mm, um, chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, somebody had corn. Oh, somebody had Mexican tonight. You know how you can never get, you can never get rid of corn. No, it doesn't digest. <laughs> See the things you learn here on the Ludini Rock and Isn't Roll. Isn't that, that? But that, uh, dude, oh that scene—it's in Austin, one of those Austin Powers movies. Isn't it? Who, oh, who's nutty. It? He he's drinking up, the coffee. He stands up and he, and he goes, "I don't remember having corn." Oh, that one, that that part too. Yeah. Oh, all kind of all kind of shit humor and Austin Powers. <laughs> like, I mean, when said that, that, that. I, I may have like spit popcorn out. Yeah. Oh, right. But I mean, these things could be anything, man. Yeah, right. We don't we don't know. We don't what, know yet. We'll see. You know what I mean? You know. Never can tell. So, speaking, well, wait, is, isn't this, this Mr. Pittsburgh's yes. pick is a band called Vega. Yeah. Well, isn't, isn't that the star system in um, uh, Contact, where the aliens come from? Yeah, Vega. Is it Vega? Yeah. Okay. Well, Not the Sands of Vega? All, like, right, yeah, right, right in with the topic. There. Yeah. Sands of Vega? Yeah. Yeah, so my pick for New and Notable is a British band by the name of Vega. Uh, like I said, it's an English rock band. They formed in 2009 and have released seven albums to date. These guys are go-getters. They're like, dude, they're good. Their most uh, most recent release in September 2021, Vega named after, oh, here we go, the fifth brightest star in the night sky, Vega. So there you go. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, Vega. Lots of flashing lights. Yeah. It's, like, it's, it's like weird, like black, but it's not black. Kind of uh-huh. There's a filter. Yeah. That's controlled with these um, Adobe, um, whatever that yeah. processing is. We're guitar players. Sorry, we're ner- guitar nerdy. We go right to another show. You come back for more. I got no one to report. Fine, I'll cut him and I'll be seven to tell. She heard him. I believe in the revolution and evolution. My favorite solution is to see you falling. I see you cry. 
Um, I'm trying to put it in my head what this reminds me of. Dawkins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dawkins. Yeah. <clears throat> I was just about to ready to break into break breaking the James. Or something. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> it absolutely has the Dawkins kind, of, kind of thing. These guys sure do like to kick a lot in their videos. I was thinking, you know, if this was Van Halen, that you then you'd see some jump kicks. Yeah. Both him and Ed, and David Lee Roth like were, were known for doing that. that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, All right, so Vega. Yeah, Vega. They sound very nice. I know they're uh, nice people. They seem like nice boys. Love to hate you is the name of that song. So uh, hope you folks enjoyed it. That now. was really. Just, and now we're going to move on to that was some cra- that was some crazy stuff there. his new noble. I mean, like, okay, have you heard about this band called the Cold? Stairs. Is it the cold stairs? Cold stairs. Cold stars. No. I think these are the cold stairs. Let's find out. It stairs. is the cold stairs. Yeah. Ready? Ooh. Ready when you are. Now they have <clears throat> yes. a, a, a they have some several things on YouTube real quick, but mm-hmm. um they have really they've progressed. These guys started out as a, you know what? A Play it first, okay. and then I'll explain to you what hear about okay. it. singing i love uh, it that guy the, jesus christ <clears throat> that fucking yeah. voice is insane yeah um that's the way that started out and those core changes and everything man that's like fucking wow that's notable yeah that's really like different like um i love when bands can do that it, it, it's so here's what it reminds me of this is like a band that i love they did one record and then they never did anything again Ar- the archangels Oh yeah, yeah. We talked about of, them. This this sort of reminded me of something that like maybe that band would have done, but um, and then the key change to go into the chorus mm-hmm. is just stunning. Um, anyways, this is a band. They're called the uh, the Cold Stairs. No, not like no, you know. I was sitting on the stairs last night. <laughs> they were really cold. No, no, no. Rongo Mongo. Yeah, nice try. So let me go ahead and tell you guys a little bit about the uh, Cold Stairs. <clears throat> uh, American rock band formed uh, f- uh, from Evansville, Indiana in 2009. The duo, now recently a trio. So they started out as like um, the Black Keys. Okay. 
Um, has independently released four studio albums. Um, A Cold Wet Night, uh, Head Bent, Mountain, and Ways. And their fifth release, Heavy Shoes, released uh, via Mascot Records in 2021. Um, So... These guys started out doing this um, guitar and vocal and mm-hmm. drums. Okay. Thing, you know? Yeah. And that stuff is really good, too. Um, I've been wildly impressed with all of their stuff on YouTube. Um, so this this thing that we're listening to, this is, is, is in the more on the ballad side. But they've got a lot of stuff that are in that are really of reminiscent of that. Um, the um, the Black Keys. um Oh yeah, riffs. You know those sort of like heavy, like blues rock riffs. You know, so we can't be doing that. But that'll all be good, and then we'll go over here and click that off. Excuse me, I'm just playing with my. Uh, you playing with your clicker? I'm playing with the clicker. Oh, must be nice. I know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow! Yeah, I, oh, I see. I thought that they were restricting our access, but no. But now, it's like a gazillion more just showed yeah. up, and like so, there's like Will seven Smith? different punches now. Really? Yeah! <laughs> wow, that's great. Yeehaw! Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's. Oh, I like that. <clears throat> Interesting. Yeah, so, so that's fun. But um, yeah, the cold stairs. Very check, good. Check them out, man. I like check, it. Check them out. I like it a lot. Check them out, man. Check, 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 check. Ah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I'm just, and just a quick couple quick mentions. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Great video. What is really wrong with contemporary jazz? <clears throat> Why is this a great video? Um, <laughs> yes. I got. You ever like uh, have like an artist that you like, and like for some reason you just kind of forget. Like, yeah. You get involved, yeah. Yeah. So you tell you know. Sure. What I mean? It's not they didn't do anything wrong. Right. You know what I mean? You didn't you know go like oh, you know I'm really tired of them or whatever. You just you like just kind of move somehow, on and forget somehow. You know, yeah. Other stuff gets your attention. Whatever. Yes. And in this um, video, this gentleman is seems very knowledgeable about jazz. <clears throat> also gives a review of two albums by Scott Henderson, who is a jazz guitarist okay. that I really liked yes. and completely just lost touch, touch with. that he yeah. was doing anything. Yeah. So he got me returned back on to Scott Henderson and like um, really enjoying that. So it's an interesting video. I put a link to it in, in the show notes. There you go. The Hidden World of Looney Tunes Background Art. Oh. <clears throat> um. Look, right, weren't those the greatest cartoons, right? The Looney Tunes, Mary yes. Melodies, you know, we sure. grew up watching that. We looked up forward to that Saturday morning. Yes. <clears throat> what I never realized was, and what I think a lot of people never realized, lay persons like myself. Uh-huh. Yes. The art. Right. The those And so what this gentleman does in this video is he pauses the videos Exactly oh, when so there are no see. where there are no characters, yeah, just in a split second when like the the uh, out, of, out of screen, you know, yeah. off screen, yeah, yeah. and and then they and they and you get to look at these this stuff and it's like 
damn, it's like stuff that would be could be would be you could see hanging in a right. museum. Yeah, like really yeah. neat, beautifully painted. Um, I was like really moved by it. Mm. Um, so I put a, I put a link into it. I oh, think. That's cool, folks of our generation. Sure, we remember it. So get out there and uh, you know <clears throat> this weekend and go find some UFOs. Yeah. Yeah. Get right up there in that aircraft, or not, in that not aircraft. But hold on. But don't before get, you do, yeah. think of a really good question. Don't uh, don't go with some of the questions I went with. They'll they'll be, they'll get mad, or they'll, they'll stick a big metal hoop at you. Hoop at you right up your butt. <laughs> hoop at you. Hoop at you. It well, has, children, and I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm gonna tell you right now. There is it, it is not an accident that the word hoop at you has the word Jew in it. Oh, uh, I no, never made the connection. Absolute, that's absolutely intentional. Wow. They made that word up so they could say Jew somehow. Really? Yeah. Put a big metal hoop at you. Oh, my God. South Park is made, has so much great ra- ra- racist humor. Um, I saw recently, wow. dude, like, I, I'll, I'm not going to promote this channel because it's a little controversial, but the guy I thought had a good point mm-hmm. on bring back racial jokes. Well, ra- ra- oh. Not just... R- not just right no not racial racist jokes oh and and he started and he gave a really good like case for like why like this makes everybody laugh and there's a lot of t- did you ever see the tiktok videos where um the bl- they the black guys like would like tell each other the most racist yes jokes yes, you know what yes. i mean you know and they all you know yeah. what i mean and and there's the there, and there's the two guys on saturday night live um where oh, call they, in they, and, they, they yeah, write yeah. jokes for each other for each they other have to say that's funny i mean that's like really funny and <clears> i'm like and is and is like and is sometimes is you know i, I was a little <laughs> i was kind of impressed with saturday and i live doing something like that because it really helps to kind of ease that's what you were supposed to do the racial it, tension yeah, yeah it yeah, eases yeah. the racial tension you know what i mean that was we absolutely have, brilliant we, we have a good and, and, yeah you know i have to hand it to them you know um so, like, yeah, well, everybody needs to lighten up. Lighten up, lighten up. Francis. So, lighten up this weekend. Yeah. Light up. Light up. And, you know, it's a lot easier to see UFO. <laughs> Apparently. If you can have some weed and sure. you know, some other sure. things, you know. So, I, not that I know anything about uh, that sort, sort of thing. No, you know? sir. I don't know no. anything no. about marijuana. No. No, sir. I was raised in an evangelical. That you were, sir. Um, yes. What, what, what's going on over there? Oh boy! Oh Here, my. no, I'm good, thank you. Oh, but when you're bad, you're even better. Oh my God! <laughs> oh my God! Oh Lord Jesus! Oh boy! Okay, guys. So I really lost this. It was a fun show. Yeah. I don't know, man. I feel like just. I hope I didn't like just run my mouth the whole time. I started. No, like a I lot of fun. Okay, a lot of fun. Well, thank you. You have to say it because you're my friend. No, I'm just kidding. I don't have to say shit. <laughs> I'm teasing you. Play with you. <laughs> All right, guys. Have a great week. Yes. Um, go to LudiniRockandRollCircus.com yes. and enjoy all the sights and sounds and smells of the smells. internet. Also, go to RockRageRadio.com. Download the Freak, freak. app. Uh, it's free, but if uh, you get it, you freak are, app. You a freak. Yeah. It's photo freak. You got it. Let your freak flag fly this weekend. Go yeah. out and do something fucking crazy. Damn it. Go up there, you know, get out, you know, go up on that rooftop like they did in, um, 
that's the that's probably one of the craziest scenes. I can't tell if that scene is is hilarious or horrifying. Yeah, it's kind of both. Where they're on top of the roof. Yeah, and they're like, "Welcome, we love you." We love you. (laughs) (laughs) It's like you know. I, I remember seeing it in the theater not knowing how I was supposed to feel about that. But yeah, in any case, yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, find all that stuff. Um, don't forget to shout out to Wolf's Customs, too, because uh, they do a great job. Find yeah. them on social media to get uh, awesome artwork done on your musical instrument of choice. Yes. All right, everybody. Thank you guys for hanging out, and we will catch you all. Oh, Mr. Pittsburgh, is there anything else you want to add? I apologize. Anything else you want to add? Because, you know, I didn't talk enough. (laughs) (laughs) My throat is very scratchy from all I had to contribute this week. Oh. No, I have nothing. I have nothing. I ain't Uh, got nothing. I ain't got nothing, man. Thank you for for that story, though. You need to walk the streets of Pittsburgh more often. Apparently, I do. Yeah. We should like here's what we should. Oh, trust do. me, there's a lot of there's a lot of stories on Cannonsburg Street. I got a great too. idea. I got a great idea. I got yeah, a great fucking yeah, idea. Yeah. I got a great idea. Go ahead. I got a great idea. Yeah. We we get you in like a total like some kind of get up. Oh Lord. <clears throat> and put a big fucking afro on you. <laughs> no. Yeah. Dude, I'm the whitest guy ever. <laughs> this is why. We don't do nothing with your beard or nothing. Yeah. So put a giant fucking afro on you. And listen just listen to that. Saying you got the leisure suit on or whatever you're yeah. doing. Okay, and then what I do is I follow you around uh-huh. with a giant boombox blasting the, like, the theme to Starsky and Hutch. <laughs> <laughs> and we just walk up and down Carson Street. Yeah, like see that what and, happens. Yeah. That's that. That'll end well. That'll end well. Wow. There's literally a guy that drives down there. Uh-huh. He is the Joker. Where in Carson Street? Yeah, he, really? You seen him? I. He is the Joker. It's he been, absolutely, it's, and he's he has a motorcycle all done up like the. Like, I know like exactly. As soon like as you bike. said that, I knew exactly. Yes, yes. I mean, he is the fucking. He's the fucking Joker. Dude, it's yeah. fucking scary. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I know to, who you I mean. Had, you know, you know, children averted their eyes. Yes, yeah. yes. So, oh, so, so Southside. Pittsburgh is becoming Gotham City. It sure is. Wow. Wow. <laughs> what if that happens? So aliens appear and then all, then all of a sudden now we have superheroes. Whoa. <laughs> they put some kind of mojo out there. Yep. That'd be cool. <clears throat> all right. Alien mojo. Yeah. That's a band name. Have go. a great week. We'll catch you all in the next <laughs> Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. See ya.